Welcome to Heart Space, a show that gives you tools to live in alignment, connect to your intuition, and lead from your heart. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive life and business coach, and my mission is to empower you to build a thriving business that brings you freedom, abundance, and joy, and allows you to make an impact by following your heart and sharing your truth. This is where you discover how to step in your power as a heart leader, follow your soul purpose, build an online empire, and create conscious wealth and abundance for yourself and your community. All that by serving the world. And let me tell you, this world needs you, your heart, and your light. So are you ready to light up the world and make it a better place? Let's do this. Hi my loves, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode, this conversation that I have with Nadia Gabrielle, who was already on the podcast back in October of last year, and we had an amazing conversation about the subconscious. It was episode number 31, so definitely check that out if you haven't heard it already, listen to it. It's really, really good, and it will... This conversation today will kind of uh, build on that, so it's going—it's an amazing conversation today as well. So definitely stay tuned for this one. And to tell you a bit more about Nadia, if you're not already following her, and you definitely should, she's amazing. Um, Nadia practices subconscious reprogramming, and she's an expert at it. And she helps people clear limiting beliefs and persistent behavioral patterns and blocks. She has spent over a decade working with clients around the world and has led classes and retreats in locations like Morocco, Costa Rica, and Bali, which sounds so dreamy right now, especially. We would probably love to be able to um, just be to be in one of those locations. Um, but anyway, in addition to working with private clients, private individuals, she also guides entrepreneurs coaches and creatives in their inner work to benefit their work work so what they do in the world and her background and degree in design thinking and international business allow her to merge subconscious capacity work with business strategy in her client work and she's so so good at what she does i have had a session with her and i talked about this already on the podcast back in December and I recommend her to everyone I know that can benefit from this work which is pretty much everyone (laughs) Um, and she also runs a platform called Projectors Invited for human design projectors and this definitely has a sense of humor so follow that uh, whether you're a projector or not Um, but I know that many of the listeners who are projectors have um, like followed Nadia since last last time she was on the on the show and just come to love her of course work with her um, and all the things and I have something really exciting for you because Nadia offered so generously to add 30 minutes to all 60 minute intro sessions that you book before the end of April so she has two types of intro sessions now I believe 60 minutes or 90 minutes and if you choose the 60 minute one with the code HEARTSPACE so all caps and all together as one word you will get an extra 30 minutes with her to dive deeper um, as a gift from her to you and this is until the end of April so I will put the link in the show notes so that you can book directly with her and I highly highly recommend you do that because the session that I had with her in December again was really amazing and beautiful and I cannot recommend her enough so without further ado let's bring her on Hi Nadia, thank you so much for being with us again um, on HeartSpace for a second episode together. I'm so excited and so happy and honored to have you and to have this conversation together again. Hi Sarah, thank you so much for having me. I loved our first episode so much and I 
love any chance I get to talk to you. So I'm just glad you, just really honored. Thank you. Same. Um, (laughs) And I was telling you, I think this episode we had, it was episode number 31. I think it was back in October, I remember. Um, It was um, very, very listened to and very (laughs) popular and people loved it. And so I'm so happy um, to talk to you again, obviously. And before we dive into our conversation, I will ask you the same question I asked you last time and the same (laughs) one I ask all of my guests, which is what does your morning ritual look like? I guess these days yeah. or today, if you want to share more specifically. Sure, I love that question. Um, my morning ritual most days, and and these past days as well. Um, usually, when I wake up, I spend some time on my phone, <laughs> and that's just <laughs> what it is. Um, and I'll answer some emails and mm-hmm. so on because I work internationally, and just because it was night for me, it doesn't mean it was night for like my, my one-on-one clients. So I'll usually get a lot of communication overnight. And okay, that's, I enjoy doing that. Um, and then the, the other thing I do every morning is I take a really long morning walk and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful right now to still be able to do that in these wild times um, because it really grounds me, it centers me. It's where I get all of my best ideas. And um, yeah. this morning I was taking a walk and I was listening to um, a recording by Ra Uruhu, who's the messenger of mm. the human design system. So I sometimes try and sneak in a little bit of studying time, which I don't always have throughout the day. So I'll just like mm-hmm. take that time to like, you know, that give my mind that knowledge that it really craves. So that's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> that's exciting. I like it. And I also love that you, you know, so many times we see, um, I guess, I, um, people saying you shouldn't go on your phone first thing in the morning oh and stuff like that. And I love that. <laughs> and you, you shouldn't probably. It, like, I mean, I, I think I also like to take away the shouldn't. Yeah. And yes, if that makes you, if that makes you feel, um, you know, drained mm-hmm. or whatever, then of course have boundaries. But if you like it, and I can totally relate. I have most of my also clients that are in the U.S. So usually right. I get most of my messages in the morning. And then during the day, it's super quiet yeah. all day. And then back in the evening, exactly. I get them again. So it's kind of like I have to juggle. Yeah. Um, but I love that you, you share that and also kind of... It's just um, reality, right? For so many of us, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And taking the pressure off Ugh. if that happens, you know? There are enough rules and like enough regulations, yeah. especially right now. And I think... I mean, if you want to like reduce tech, I mean, that's, I think that's a very worthwhile pursuit and I try to do that, but yeah, I try not to like impose all of these things on myself that I have to do like first sitting in the morning. And then if I, you know, fail to do that thing, then I'll already have failed and it's not even 8am. So Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm all about that. Um, I personally love to have some time where I'm not on my phone first thing. So especially when I wake up super early, like 5am, I will totally not go on my phone. (laughs) But this morning I did first thing and I was like, it didn't feel the best, Mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, that's okay. It happens some days. And I think it's really about being more compassionate and gentle. Like you said, not having so many rules all the time. It's okay. (laughs) It's all right. We're doing our best, you know? We are, especially these days. And I also love that you do morning walks. Mm. I miss my walks. Um, I can't go for walks now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely miss that. And I know how valuable they are. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy that you get to still do them. I'm the most grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, I guess let's dive into our topic and just to kind of give um, everyone a little bit of an idea of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Well, we both, I think, kind of shifted since um, last episode that we had Mm -hmm. in October. We shifted our work more towards, I think, safe to say, supporting um, people in business, business owners, and things like that. You do that too, right? Yes, I'd say it's about 50-50. So I do work with individuals, which I just love doing so much. Um, Mm -hmm. But then I work with business owners and like coaches and teachers and creatives. So, and I love, I love both aspects um, equally. So I'm I'm not at a point where I'm like, oh, I'm going to only do this. But yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that mm-hmm. too. And I think that even sometimes, I mean, for me, when I do work with people yeah. on their businesses, there is still a lot of personal things that come 100%, up. 100%. Yeah. important. Yeah. But yeah, overall, we kind of did... Um, we shifted together. Right, sh- shifted together <laughs> yes. in that way, of course, in, in, in our own directions yeah. and our own ways, but kind of together. Yeah. And it was similar timings, which I love. And so today we're talking about that um and in with the subconscious of course because that's what you're an expert at so good at and (laughs) and so um i guess my first question would be how do you i mean how different is it maybe when you work with um the subconscious Mm -hmm of like someone who has a business yeah. like on the business level the subconscious so you get my question absolutely sorry. i totally get it <laughs> no it's perfect um it's i mean the the general rules the general concept and the principles remain the same of course and that's just yes. the way it is right so we have the two minds which that's mm-hmm. right all of us have two minds so we have our conscious and our subconscious mind I'll just give you a quick intro into those minds and then we can see how those pertain to business and sort of flow, flow from there. So your conscious mind is where you make your conscious decisions, right? It's where you're aware and you're present and you're engaged. Um, It's where you're mindful. It's also the part of you that understands the difference between the past, the present and the future. And that already gives you a little bit of an indication of where that comes in, in business, right? So your Mm -hmm. conscious mind is capable of planning ahead because it understands the concept of the future. It's capable of doing that and setting goals. Here's the thing. Your conscious mind dictates your behavior. And that is the way you show up in the world only a good 5% of the time, which is not a whole lot, (laughs) right? So the subconscious mind, on the other hand, governs your behavior. That's your reactions, how you move around the world, the other 95% of the time. And well, what does that subconscious mind do? Um, And one way I think that's really easy to, to sort of demystify it and to get a good inner picture of it is to think of it as a library of tapes. And it's basically tapes that were recorded in your formative years, which, you know, we tend to say is from when you were in utero to age seven, though it can certainly span a few more years than that. Mm -hmm. Um, So those first seven years, which I know, Sarah, you're into human design as well. And that's also a period that's heavily referenced in in that system as Mm -hmm. very, very um, crucial. So that's a really crucial period of time that shapes the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. which let's just take a second to let that land because of course we're, we're all past that stage, right? We're all whatever age we are, but we're probably not seven below. Um, Just to understand that a lot of the things that we're dealing with today, maybe struggling with today, but also the things that come really easily to us today. I'd like to also highlight that because it's not just, right problems upon problems have have their roots and have their their beginnings in those first seven years so essentially as children we're in a different brainwave state than we're in as adults and young children um, spend a lot of time in a theta brainwave state which is basically the state of hypnosis Mm -hmm. right and um, it's like Everything you're experiencing, everything you're observing, you're witnessing, you're being told is being recorded. And those tapes then make up your subconscious mind, essentially. And it's more than just your experiences. Um, It's also the conclusions that you draw from those experiences as a child. And that is a very important bit to me. And that comes in in business as well, but just in general. And I think it's something that is not highlighted very often. And it gives us a little more insight into what goes on in that like mystical subconscious landscape, because it's not always as easy as saying like, okay, right. Say as a child, you grew up in like an unstable home and maybe you had one parental figure who tended to be like a bit moody or, maybe have a tendency towards violence. Um, It's not necessarily as simple as saying, okay, that's what you observe, that's what you experience, therefore that's what you will be exhibiting as well. 
It's more mm-hmm. about, I mean, it can, it certainly, but it certainly doesn't have to mean that. It's more a question of how did you make sense of that reality as a kid, right? What were the conclusions that you drew for yourself, your own life, your safety was like a big one, um, and your ability to be loved and cared for and appreciated because that's essentially what you were interested in as a child, right? Mm. So maybe more than like mirroring that exact same behavior that you were shown, it's maybe more learned belief that I have to walk on eggshells. I better not make a fuss, right? I better not activate that parent, which in later stages of your life, that will just shift, right, from the person. They'll just be another, like, placeholder for that figure. Mm -hmm. You're like, I I better say yes to everything they say so as not Mm -hmm. to anger them, and so on. And, And so there we've got the beginnings of that programming that we're still running on to this day. As your subconscious continues to play that tape, as if it's happening right now, because Mm. um, the subconscious mind, as opposed to the conscious mind we were talking about, doesn't have an understanding of time. There's like no past, there's no future. It's essentially all treated as if it's present time. Mm. So yeah, any trauma, any emotional wounds, all those, right, those inner child aspects is being treated by your system as if it's ongoing. And so, right? And so whenever we're governed by our subconscious mind, which, right, is 95% of the time, (laughs) we're not thinking with that adult brain that we have since developed, um, our prefrontal cortex, and instead we're operating from that place beneath, right? That's where the particle sub comes from, meaning under subconscious, under consciousness. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) one... (laughs) Sarah, you're going to appreciate this. One, one way that I, I've thought of to illustrate this in like the real world um, is if you've watched <laughs> Love is Blind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is probably like a really unexpected segue, but <laughs> never mind. Which, but let's, yeah. Yeah, let's bring that on. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's bring that dimension in. Um, and I know, Sarah, you have, and so have I. I'm a little obsessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more like mesmerized. More like, I don't yeah. understand why I'm so It's kind of fascinating. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyways, it's a really, really good example when you think about it. Because it's like all of these strangers um, speed dating from different rooms where mm-hmm. they don't see each other, right? Which incidentally, I guess, is also what dating looks like now in the time of quarantine. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, good. This was a show ahead of its time. Um, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, staying in your, in your bubble. Yeah. I don't know how they call them, but yeah. Yeah, kind the of. pod. <laughs> the pod, like social distancing, Exactly. Right? We need those pods. So they have yeah. these, these short dates, right? And then, you know, we don't have to discuss this, but then like the show's premise is like, then they have to decide if they want to get married. And some of them do get engaged. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's when they see each other. And then essentially right away they start living together and like go on the pre-honeymoon and then to the altar. And what happens is when you watch the show, is that once they're spending more time together, of course all of their stuff comes up, right? Because it's no longer yeah. just those five percent of the day where you have your little date and you're super present, you're like trying you know, your best to like come across as likable. Um, you're like mm-hmm. being conscious, right? You're like being gracious, you're putting effort into it. Um, because effort is always conscious. You can't you cannot put effort into something without being conscious of it, without mm-hmm. right, um, mm-hmm. doing it with awareness. Yeah. So all of a sudden, these people are together 24-7. And the way that it works is that sooner or later, the conscious mind will give way to the habit mind. We're just simply not designed to be conscious all the time. It's not possible. And then once it does, those couples, like, they really trigger each other, right? Yeah, they do. (laughs) And they don't recognize each other. They're like, but you were so chill and easygoing in the pods. <laughs> what happened? That's a really good example. Right? 
That's a really good one. Everyone and I love how you always watch do that. <laughs> Everyone should turn on Netflix right now for educational purposes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For, for, for learning. For learning. It's important. <laughs> but it's so watch true. Watch Love is Blind for that. Yeah. To understand the subconscious and how it works. <laughs> that's your homework. Yeah. That's everyone's homework. Exactly. But it's crazy, right? Because it's like, well, why are you yelling to me now? Why are you like manufacturing problems that don't exist? And it's mm. it's just a simple concept. And and once you understand the concept, you'll see it everywhere, right? It's like you yeah. can like watch the, the hundred other Netflix shows probably or like reality shows, which this was my first <laughs> and, and only, but it, it's just Yeah, me too, probably. Right? <laughs> we have to stop ourselves. There comes a point where you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but it's the concept, right, that when we enter a new situation, we're on high alert, we're present, we have to find yeah. our way, we have to like navigate our way around it. So we're engaging our conscious minds. And as we grow more and more comfortable, as we do over time, the conscious mind takes a back seat and the subconscious takes over. And that means that mm. all of the childhood wounds, all of the limiting beliefs, all of the conclusions mm. they've drawn from those experiences they have had right all of that stuff comes up mm. and that was my spiel on love is blind <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing though it's very uh, i think it's i think a lot of people have actually watched it yeah. or if not they will now so yeah. i think it's a very good example <laughs> yeah and so when when we want to go into like business and, and what does all of that yeah. mean for business which i guess is another really elegant segue <laughs> like yeah um well the whole reason we needed this intro is to to understand how these two minds come in in the domain of business and so yeah. your conscious mind we already alluded to this is like your innate strategist right it's like mm -hmm. the part of you that puts together your business plan, if you have one, or your five-year plan, your launch plan, what have you, right? Mm -hmm. The part of you that is able to think creatively, um, to entertain possibilities, it doesn't just see things in black and white. So it's, it's where mm -hmm. you can creative problem solve, it's where you generate ideas, it's where you innovate. Um, it's also where you make calculations, right? Where you can break down your numbers or you can do your feasibility matrix, whatever you mm -hmm. want to do. That's, that's your conscious mind being activated, engaged. Your subconscious mind, on the other hand, in business represents um, your, your capacity to hold and implement mm -hmm. and sustain, really important, really want to emphasize the sustain bit, these strategies and the implementation of those plans that you came up with using your conscious mind. And it does so based on the programming, again, you've received and, and what you have accepted as familiar and safe. So the principle is essentially the same. But when we talk about business, it's the question the subconscious mind will ask in business is, is this safe for me to do? Is it safe for me to go yeah. there? Is it safe for me to put myself out there? Right? Like it's, it comes back to those. And Sarah, you said this so beautifully when you said, even when you work with your business clients, it comes back to personal topics because when we really break mm -hmm. it down to, to the essentials, of course it comes back to, because as a child, you probably, you didn't like your core beliefs probably aren't around business so much, right. you know, maybe depending on your upbringing, but it comes back to, is this safe? Is it safe for me to be seen? Do I have the yeah. capacity to receive that? Do I have the capacity to sustain it once I have it? Or is it going to freak me out so much that I'll be doing everything I possibly can to rid myself of the thing that I, that I said I wanted, right? The goal that I said I wanted to achieve the second I achieve it because it's so uncomfortable because it feels unsafe and everything that is different feels unsafe to the subconscious mm -hmm. because it's very black and white in that way. Because of course it was right when you think of a child's perspective, there, there's not so mm -hmm. much discernment in that because we lack the ability to discern at that age. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, beautifully explained. Oh, and thank you. I could listen to you all day talk about this. I could talk all day about you know, this. I've, 
Yeah, and that's I think that's why it's so fascinating because because you you know what you're talking about and it's Thank so you. effortless and and beautiful and obviously I told you this but you have a beautiful voice and oh. I'm sure you know that so <laughs> thank you so, so much. like nice to listen to you you know oh thank you um <laughs> and it makes so much sense and um of course a lot of people know this yeah. especially if they have a business yeah um it's that having a business is one of the biggest <laughs> like personal growth experiences amen yes um yeah yeah <laughs> because it will bring up a lot of things Everything. that you mm. probably didn't even know were there or still there yes yeah yeah because it's <laughs> blind spots right it's it, yeah. the subconscious it's like a room with no light switch and you only have like a what's that called flashlight right Mm -hmm. um really good time to mention this isn't my first language <laughs> sometimes I'm like wait is that well it does sound like it is <laughs> Thank so. you. that's because I watch a lot of tv <laughs> it actually helps a lot of people like, it really um, helps a friend of mine I remember she had learned English only by watching friends oh my god yes so, yeah. yeah I learned English by watching sex in the city which I probably like had no business watching <laughs> <laughs> at that time or maybe it was 24 which again I, I had no business watching at that age but it's fine we are <laughs> it's fine it's and, fine. yeah but yeah right no really good point it's it's blind spots because it's that subconscious level that subconscious realm where we tend to encounter blocks and Mm -hmm. we're not necessarily consciously aware of them because the conscious mind also really important point doesn't have access to the subconscious mind and that's why these mm -hmm. blocks can feel so insurmountable and so frustrating because the conscious mind doesn't understand why we can't just you know like make up our mind and go because we already know what yeah. we want right we have the strategy like yeah. you know how I feel like I'm being targeted for that on Instagram <laughs> for like these blueprints and stuff where it's like you have to like do this and you have to like go live on the second day on it and you have to like do this and this right you can have your you, have, you can have the best strategy in the world that like worked for someone but yeah if you don't have the capacity to actually do that hold that sustain mm -hmm. that it's it's tricky and because yeah. that conscious there's not that information exchange between the two minds. It's just not as simple or as easy as making the decision to do one thing or to, to have the capacity mm -hmm. or to be over that limiting belief, even though that would be really neat if it was like that. But what we really need to do is shift that programming that, that represents the block and, and build the capacity on a subconscious level to achieve that strategic objective if that makes sense it's kind of like you have mm -hmm. to level them out so they're on the same they're like congruent if that's the right mm -hmm. yes yeah. beautifully put mm -hmm. um and well, I have so many questions now coming but one of them would be I'm yeah. sure that you see similar things yeah. coming up in in your clients yeah. um around business in person yeah personal but like if we focus on business yeah. what are what are some of them and you mentioned a few yeah. like is it safe for me but mm -hmm. would you mind talking a bit about that absolutely um well i think we can start with a little reflection right for everyone who's listening who maybe has mm -hmm. their own business or like a side hustle or is doing something in this realm um and we can go about this quite strategically where for most of us, we just wrapped up Q1, right? End of March, Q2 just started. Um, so this is a good time to check in with your goals that you probably set for yourself and your business earlier in the year. So ask yourself, right? What are the things that you have found the hardest? What continues mm -hmm. to elude you? What is the thing you keep saying you want? The visibility, the revenue, the impact, the ease, um, mm -hmm. but you just can't do it or you can get there halfway and then you hit a plateau um, because of course it's mm -hmm. always nuances right it's it's usually not as black and white as like yeah. I have this capacity but not this um, and it can be different things and it's going to be quite different for everyone because when we circle back to what we were talking about in the beginning how that capacity came to be in the first place how your subconscious mind was developed it's entirely based on your unique circumstances and that's always where i think it's a little bit like 
it, it's just not a one size fits all because the way it plays out may be similar to the way it plays out with someone else. I have a really good example for this in a second. Mm-hmm. Where okay. to also answer your question because I feel like we're just going on on a tangent, but really lit no, up. No, it's perfect. I love <laughs> Thank it. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, so really the things I said, right? Visibility, being heard, being seen, especially for businesses, yeah. really dependent on you as like a person. That's so important. Um, but then also like financial capacity. Um, yeah capacity to set boundaries, set boundaries with yourself, set boundaries with your clients, set boundaries with other people, um, energetic discernment, um, sovereignty, right? All of these things. And I think what's really important again is to just go as deep as you can because whereas the symptoms, the things that on the surface level you will sooner or later become aware of may be similar, this story is not going to be the same from like you to the next person. And Mm -hmm. an example of this is um, I'm working right now with a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful projector client. Um, And so her, and we found this financial capacity issue. And so her thing is that she kept hitting a financial ceiling and it was never bad enough that she was lacking in any way but she never got to the place that she financially wanted to go and okay right and what i find very interesting about this case and it really goes to illustrate um the necessity of sort of tailoring this work to you is that after digging in and she's extremely intuitive which is very helpful to this work as are you i know mm-hmm. um she she realized that it's not a childhood story of oh there's never enough or oh man like i can't make money i don't have that ability or like making money is a man's job you know all the things that you might think of it might be yeah but for her specifically she received that parental programming of why would you want more than you need that'll just cause you extra problems Uh right Mm -hmm. so that's what she internalized from her parental figures and then her story was there's always enough but there's never more than that and that was Mm -hmm. what played out and so she was never lacking but she was not where she wanted to be and you know can you do you know what I mean when I say this is such a different situation from someone who has a story around lack and like scarcity yeah absolutely which is also very common which might be someone else's story but it's not her story so in our work together we're, we're working with that story which is there's always just enough there's not more and you know doing work around being able to receive and hold the financial freedom that her conscious mind is already on board with but that her subconscious mm-hmm. wasn't, didn't yet have the capacity for it because she was still running on that old program from her parents or, you know, from her upbringing, let's say, of more money, more problems. So, like, yeah. this is as much as this oh, is the level. I've heard that one. Right? <laughs> yeah, we've all heard it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, it's just so fascinating to me that there's there's so many nuances as well. Um, as I said before, this is my last bit on this because <laughs> I know I can I can just keep going. Um, I'm probably oh I love that you do. <laughs> I'm probably also like borrowing your MG energy because I have like no defined energy centers in human design. Well, um, borrow yeah. it. I love Thank it. You. <laughs> I'm here for it. Thanks. So yeah, as I said, it's not that you know either you have the capacity to be seen or you don't it's very often it's a nuance of maybe you have the capacity to be seen and heard up until a certain point mm-hmm. but once you hit that you're shut down right once you hit a certain uh, number or like a certain number of visitors on your website or like don't downloads of your podcast you're like <gasps> this is a bit much like what are people going to say one yeah. of these people is bound to like hate it <laughs> and like right <laughs> confront me about it what am i going to do then um, and then because you don't have the capacity, you're going to start in whatever way it plays out for you, but start maybe turning down invitations or opportunities, or you find it hard to keep up or you, you might not, right. It's like, it's all these little kind of areas of gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Thank you for that and for the example. I love that you always come with examples and oh, and stories. And it's so helpful. It illustrates it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, do you have any actionable steps that people can take to um, kind of expand the capacity? Yeah. Is that how you would phrase it? Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think there's really like two options, right? So, I, I yeah. guess the objective is we want to align the conscious goal with the subconscious capacity. Like that's the end goal, mm-hmm. whatever the personal yeah. story is. Um, because also the reason we want to do that is because it's exhausting to not have it be aligned, <laughs> but to like <Yeah>. consciously <laughs> want one thing and do the opposite where you have that like internal struggle where it's like a treadmill. You're like running and running and running, but you're staying in place. And it, from the outside, it looks like you're not moving, but you're still expending mm. the energy. The energy is still being spent because you're constantly mm. wanting yeah. to push forward, but you're not really getting anywhere. And yeah. like, because the That's spot that you're in, <laughs> you know, I have the, um, the, the, is it this channel, whatever of storytelling in, in human design. That's ah, like my, one definitely. of the few <laughs> that's like really highlighted in my chart. Um, yeah, so I, I try, I try. Yeah, you're <laughs> definitely good at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. So because that spot that you're in, that you, you keep running from, you keep like trying to get to the next level, that is the spot that you have the capacity for, to just put it very simple. Mm-hmm. And so um, when it comes to, okay, what can we do? Option one is to basically struggle. This is not a great option, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. <laughs> but like, it's what a lot of us do or have done because we didn't know or didn't have the understanding of what is really holding us back. Um, yeah. Right. And, and in that option, you keep using your conscious mind's prowess to inch yourself closer to your goal. It's like walking up like a mountain. And you're like, oh, right. And then, but just keep in mind that we're not designed to be conscious at all times again. So what happens very often that maybe we, we do very tediously get ourselves to some point. And then as soon as we loosen the reins a little bit, the subconscious will be back on the scene again. Worst case, it's so freaked Mm. out by your new environment. (laughs) You're like, right, because it feels threatened because it's not what it's familiar with, Mm -hmm. that it'll do everything in your power to get you right back to within the confines of the familiar of what you know. Um, Even if that's a really, like not a great situation, but because it's what you know, it seems safer than- Better, yeah, yeah, exactly. So the other option is to start building capacity. Um, And I think that's really good news is that no matter your early experiences, your programming, your generational patterning, what have you, all of that, you can always build your system. You can always shift your programming that is always available to you. The great news is the human brain is malleable AF and that is Mm -hmm. (laughs) the official unit of measurement. So, and we can always change. Um, and the way I see this or the way this process works with my clients is there's usually, it happens one of two ways where um, it's either the outside in approach. I named this, this okay. like doesn't exist. I just <laughs> made this up, but like. Um, well, it does now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it sounds official, so great. Um, but that's where, where you've got your strategy, right? And you know what you want, you know, like what you want to hit, you have, you've got your objectives. And then we work on aligning your capacity to be able to hold that, to implement that, to go through with that, to not get freaked out by that. And the mm. other approach, which we shall now name the inside out approach. Okay. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> that's where you work from the other from the other way which is where you start with the capacity work this is how it works for me quite often personally and as a result your strategy will naturally change because all of a sudden you'll be like wait a minute why have i been settling for this and this when i could be doing this when i could Mm -hmm. bring things on a much bigger scale or have much more impact or serve so many more people or you know it doesn't necessarily have to be about like more bigger better um for me right i i love the one-on-one so it's not necessarily about that but all of a sudden because you maybe have more capacity to be seen to be heard to set healthy boundaries um to hold and sustain the financials you want 
healthy. Mm-hmm. It will naturally be changing your strategy because you're like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'm ready to do this now, whereas I wasn't ready before. Maybe I'm ready to like hold the space for for a larger group or to do like a live training or to to put out this course that you know the launch of which has always just freaked me out just thinking about it yeah. <laughs> right all of these things yeah oh, i love it and would it both work for pretty much anyone yeah. or is it really de- depends on the person and where they're at i find it just comes out naturally and um okay with different people like different things some people you know and it also depends a little bit on like your business and maybe how long you've been in business and and how clear you are. Um, I find that sometimes, again, that's why I love one-on-one because you can really start where you're at. Um, Sometimes it's a matter of starting with clear objectives, starting with strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, And right, that's what I studied. That's what I have my degree in. Uh, So I'm very familiar with that. I'm very familiar with those business fundamentals. And I think, those are still <laughs> very valid and those still hold up even in the wellness space where, you know, sometimes there's mm-hmm. a tendency to kind of go, oh, but, you know, it's all energy and I'm, I'm just going to manifest all my clients. And if that works for you, that's yeah. totally cool as well. Um, but I think there's there's a lot of merit if you're at that stage and you haven't yet figured that out to to get to start on those clear objectives if you want to take that approach Mm -hmm. figure out the things you want to achieve um, be clear on what the purpose of your business is carve out your value Mm -hmm. proposition what am i doing for people what problem am i solving what are people paying me for that's all strategic and that's all in my opinion work that needs to be done in order for a business to have a leg to stand on and to be able to make right decisions with a long-term vision in mind because otherwise it's kind of just like throwing things at the wall and just like hoping something sticks and which is also a lack of capacity Mm -hmm. because then you're always shape-shifting you're like okay this person like wanted a terror reading. So I guess that's what I'm offering now, but like, right. And you don't, have, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I totally know what I mean. <laughs> so, right. So that's where that comes in. And when you have those strategic pillars in place, you know what the business's purpose is, who it serves, how it serves, and so on and so on. You want to make sure to build that capacity to hold and sustain that. And we want it to be aligned mm-hmm. with the strategy. And we want we want the conscious goal backed up by the subconscious belief that it's a safe mm-hmm. goal for you to achieve, that it's a possible goal, that it's within reach for you, that you can even do this, that you're worthy to do it, that you're allowed to do it, like yeah. whatever your story is, right? Because we all have our stories. And I find the bigger the gap, between the strategy and the capacity or you know the conscious goal and the subconscious belief about it the harder it's going to be to push forward with just strategy yeah because you're you're pushing right you're you're struggling exactly yeah oh i totally get that both are important it's i mean i think i always go back to that and it's probably not even even something that you necessarily no, see go that ahead. way, but I, I love like um, always talking about the masculine and the feminine. You and do, and I love that. Really... Bring in that, bring in that <laughs> dimension. Yes, <laughs> and how they really yeah. need to uh, come together, yes. and it's it's um, I don't know marriage or harmony yeah. between the two, and they um, they feed each other, they nurture each other, and. Um, and yeah, so you kind of need both in different times. So sometimes you'll be more in one and mm-hmm. like the strategy I'd say is more the masculine, yes. which is great. And we need that. And um, and sometimes we'll be more maybe in the other yeah. one, like the feminine, the capacity. Yeah. So kind of those. And yeah, so how you how you explain this is that you really need both yes. um, to build a sustainable business. Right? 100%. In different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. And I love love that that. you brought that angle because it makes so much sense. I mean, I'm not a a pro at this like you when it comes to the masculine feminine. I don't think I'm a pro. It's just more like you break it down. You break it down very well. Um, You just had a post about it, right, on Instagram. Yes. That was yeah, really, really helpful. Um, Thank you. And it makes so much sense. I love when people like expand on something, and you're like, oh my god, yes, yes. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, which is like the It's like pieces of puzzle, like a yes. puzzle that just kind of come together. It all makes sense. And we have it's like, like frameworks. Uh, a way, you mm-hmm. have the beautiful way of explaining it. And I'm like, oh, yes, everything you say, it makes so much sense. And then we can also sometimes like see that there's um, a pattern. And yes. there's things that connected everything's connected, and I love right? when frameworks <laughs> go together because it, it helps me because I always find it really hard to say like this is the way it is <laughs> and it it helps me to to make yeah like you said make out patterns and I love what you said about masculine feminine because the masculine right is as far as I understand is is very much about um the doing and and sort of the yeah. is it the yang and the, yeah. the feminine is about you know having having that space to to receive and and be more in love that yeah good <laughs> i love that um we kind of brought that together here. yeah we've come full <laughs> I circle kind of always, i think i i feel like i always have to place that one so yes. i don't know um if i'm overdoing it no. just like yes it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, love everything you explained. Thank you so much. And um, obviously something that does come up a little bit is right now, yeah. um, it's hard to avoid, I think, yeah. the topic. And we discussed about yeah. like how we would kind of bring this into this right. episode. But with everything going on, yeah, obviously it's different for everyone. It's that, that's what you yes. explain so well. And that's why you also are so good at one-on-one and really adapting to each person Mm -hmm. and their own needs but let's say um in general Mm -hmm. I guess we can say in general first and then maybe look at the business part but these times are very obviously unprecedented and challenging for many so from the subconscious point of view yeah what how how would you explain that a little bit of what are we going through yeah so the first thing I'd say is that or just sort of my first recommendation is to just be like more gentle with yourself than you probably feel the need to be, or than you probably Mm -hmm. understand. Um, Because, right, we talked about how the subconscious mind is formed and how these tapes are playing out and how it's like a room without a light switch where you only have a flashlight and you can only sort of highlight what you've gained a little bit of conscious awareness of. Or, you know, for for Mm -hmm. some reason it has come up and then you, you get the flashlight on that particular thing and of course when we're in an unprecedented time as we are in right now we are being shown this whole new corner of our subconscious Mm. like room that each of us Mm. have where we're being where we maybe come up against things that we didn't even realize we carried right Mm. things that we'd forgotten Mm -hmm. about because it's always it's it's always sort of um oh i can't think of that word in in english also not in french <laughs> but it's always <laughs> like a um yeah it's like a yeah let me phrase this differently but it's always dependent on what is going on on the outside mm-hmm. that shows us what, what yes. happens on the inside um and of course right yeah. if there's if there's trauma um it doesn't have to be capital t trauma it can be smaller things um mm-hmm. that might be highlighted right now and i um i posted about this a couple of days ago where there have been studies and evidence that you know people who have gone through trauma or high stress situations in their formative years um, have a tendency to have their stress hormones spike much more quickly and then mm. they go down much more slowly and that is just mm. one of those things to keep in mind that if you already have been carrying something that maybe you haven't been consciously aware of this can be super more this can be harder for you than it maybe is for your neighbor or your partner or your flatmate and i think this is where compassion really comes in for ourselves and also for others because we don't know what others are carrying Mm -hmm. at this time what is being activated what is coming to the surface but right it's it's not the same for everyone so that's one Mm. thing and that's why i'm very 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 delicate with um and you sarah and i have talked about this right we're both um delicate with what we say and like the the recommendations we would give and and I've thought about this a very Mm -hmm. long time because I know that you know for one person it's going to be around like getting out of bed in the morning and that's going to be what they're 
what they're working on right now. And then for someone else, it's like, okay, how do I pivot in business? Right? Like I'm maybe someone who's like, more, <laughs> I'm all in yeah, now. <laughs> like, who's like maybe more resilient. And I can see that in a lot of my clients are, you know, the general sort of thing is that they're quite resilient. Um, Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have voiced that they almost feel bad for how well they're doing at the moment. Um, right. It's like, it's this yeah, whole thing. There's so, a lot. Right? There's so yeah. many different things. And, and of course you bring in selling, you bring in, right. There's like guilt around that mm-hmm. and so on and so on, which is like a whole, whole other kind of worms. Um, but that's the first thing I would say. And the second mm-hmm. thing more in terms of business and what we were talking about right now, just to kind of close that, that frame is that Mm. of course in a time such as this where there's a lot of overwhelm it's Mm. still your capacity that will be so beneficial because strategies are subject to change um, which is what we're seeing right now right maybe you're in an industry where your strategy just went out the window over the past few weeks um, yeah. And I think having capacity will help you meet the demands of these uncertain times, will help you process your own feelings. It will help you make sovereign decisions, um, maybe not like super hasty decisions that we can feel seduced to make when we're in a state of overwhelm <laughs> and we feel like we have to react and, right? And you know how this plays out um, because there isn't that that motion of collapse in your system, you'll find it easier to to pivot, to problem solve um, with ease yeah. because your entire system is in, in full-blown panic mode. And yeah, that's that's kind of my take on that. Mm, love what it. do you think? Um, I love that. And I was just kind of brought something else yeah. um, to mind. And of course it has to do with the masculine and the feminine. Please, go ahead. Um, <laughs> But you, you were saying that strategy is subject to change yeah. and that kind of um, there's something I feel a lot and I've been trying to explain it more yeah. and I've been talking about it and I'm also going to be talking about it in a new offering that I'm yes. working on. But I think it's important <laughs> here too. Yeah. It's that um, this kind of idea that the masculine yeah. in general, mm-hmm. um, energy, okay, yeah. so we all have both. Yes. And I, that I'm sorry because I, that was not supposed to be the, the theme and the angle. No, of this I love podcast, it. But <laughs> bring it, bring it. Okay. Um, the masculine is meant to serve the feminine. So oh. not in terms of like being, um, you know, a servant, slave. <laughs> yeah. Like not like that, but serve in terms of like when you think about it, the feminine. Like if you think capacity expansion, mm-hmm. um, also maybe more intuitive and receptive, mm. um, can come up with ideas. And I don't know how you were explaining it, but like um, exactly, it just yeah, it just kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> made sense in a split second. And I'm not trying yeah, to no, put I get it together. What you mean. But the but the strategy, the masculine will have to adapt to that mm-hmm. in a way and serve that. So it's that's. I think that's what you were saying, right? The capacity is really important right it's now. Gonna and so it's going to sustain you. Being and sustain you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the strategy can adapt very uh, much. Like it's maybe more a little bit more um, quick to... It can shift more easily when you're in that state, yeah. um, I feel. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It, can, no, it makes absolutely. sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to you. you I get what you but... mean. And I think right now... Okay the capacity that you have already built and there's always i mean you know the, this work is never done like yeah. you know spoiler alert <laughs> we're, we're never <laughs> you know um yeah but the, that that will sustain you and and that is mm-hmm. a way to sort of see where you're at um and and i think it will help you pivot more in the ways that you need to pivot in the ways that make sense for your business long term yeah. um in, in this time, which of course you weren't probably planning for. Um, and then there's, no. as I said, there's also the other approach where you start with the strategy and you, um, and you work on your capacity, capacity to match that. So there's both, but I, I hear what mm-hmm. you mean, especially for right now as yeah. it, as it's, um, you know, unfolding. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense as well to do, to do it that way. Um, but what's coming up is kind of this circle. Yeah. It will always, 
if you start with, for example, the strategy, yeah. you do have at some point to go into the capacity as well. Sooner or later, probably. Yeah. Sooner or later. So, yeah. yeah I mean, so I, guess you know, I, I like that. Yeah. yeah I, I like that way of seeing it, that you can actually go um, both. And I mean, having said that, I think it's also so important, again, right now more than ever, that all of this is for you to take through your own authority, if you're familiar with human design and like your your own way of decision making, or just for you in general to, to take in and with your own discernment and through your own sovereignty mm-hmm. and, and see what works for you you know, keep what resonates, leave the rest. It's my favorite thing to say Um, because I don't want to add to collective overwhelm at this point. Like there's already so much noise. There's already so many lists of like all, you know, people are like, oh my God, am I going to have to like sign up for like, (laughs) like learn to play the harp? (laughs) Like just random things. Cause there's like so much pressure. Like, what are you doing with all your free time? People are like, I don't, have more free time so I I don't want to I don't personally (laughs) I don't want to add to that overwhelm I don't want to add to pressure that's not how I work it's not how I want to work with people's nervous systems um yeah take it with your own discernment right and and don't feel right now in particular like any pressure to do anything um Mm. because you'll, you'll do it when you're ready and right yeah that's the best advice ever. And I hope everyone listens to this and hears it and like my, lets it sink yeah. in. <laughs> good, good sort of close, closing paragraph. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for everything you shared. Thank and you we... for expanding on it, building on it. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, and before we, yeah. we close, um, I'd love for you to feel free to explain a little bit more about how your business has shifted and what you're currently offering and working with people and also how we can support you. Oh, thank you. Um, Well, I, as I said, I love the one-on-one. It's where I thrive and just really, really enjoy it. It gives me so much. Um, So that's how I work. And um, the way sort of the structure it, it works is that People usually will um, book in for an intro session, which is like a full session. And I have 60 and 90 minutes at this point. And and the 90 minutes is like only marginally more expensive than the 60 minutes. And it'll give give us more time. And then from there, you can have different packages and basically... You know, the the longer we work together, the more the prices go down. And this is something that I've decided very consciously because I'm seeing a lot of transformation happen over time as we give, you know, our systems time to settle and regulate between Mm. or, you know, in between the work that we do or as we go along with the work we do, which is really important when we go back to what we were talking about basically this entire episode of how the subconscious mind's main dedication or objective is to keep you safe. So it's really important yeah. that as we engage in this work, we we allow the system, it's kind of like we, we sort of um, kind of upward adjust our baseline of this is okay, right? It's or like widening our comf- mm-hmm. that circle of our comfort zone just very slightly in increments of like, okay, this is okay, this is okay, allowing the system to regulate, getting comfortable, and then we'll go a little further, and then we'll go a little further. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's how I work, how I love to work, how I've seen it work (laughs) with people. (laughs) And so that's why I decided to, to, um, to set things up this way. And as for business coaching, you can have a a specific business coaching package where we will go into these topics, everything we've talked about. Um, And again, the needs will will vary a little bit from person to person. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, basically it's it's business focused capacity work, business focused Mm -hmm. subconscious work. That's that's pretty much what it is to see right where is where is there still a gap between what you strategically yeah. want, what you have planned out for yourself, what you've got in your spreadsheet for like <laughs> Q2, um, and and where is the capacity still not quite up to to par? And yeah, yeah, that's it. 
And Love oh it. yeah, what yeah. I'm doing, the other yeah. thing I'm so excited about, which is like a kind of a stroke of genius type idea, is that I'm offering these like free classes for clients um, starting soon. I'm kind of just doing a series where I do a little bit of more like demystifying around the subconscious and sort of um, exploring different frameworks or different um, ways to like we were saying right to to sort of put over that concept that we were just talking about so the first class is going to be around human design and your energetic blueprint yes, I, I think I saw yes. that yeah yes um yeah so because that's one of the things that, that like I told you right I love when when it works like when you can apply different frameworks and that's how yes. I love to work with people. I'm working with someone right now around like her North node and around like incorporating oh. these. Yeah, it's so fun. It's like the most fun. North nodes, yes. South nodes, it's so fun, yeah. <laughs> you with your with your Capricorn, right? Capricorn North node? Yeah. My, love it. Yeah, exactly, you remember. <laughs> of course. Oh God, my brain, I remember everything. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Sometimes I have to like pretend that I don't so as not to freak people out. <laughs> Well, it happens to me too sometimes, really? but some things I don't remember. So like details, sometimes yeah. I remember like the most like crazy little, little details, mm -hmm. like things like that. I would yeah. probably sometimes remember. You're like, you told me um, this seven like, years oh, ago. <laughs> you told me this seven years ago on that day, yeah. you remember. And I was, I was wearing, wearing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's not for, with everything. Yeah. So. No, same. Yeah. I mean, same <laughs> for sure. So I'm doing, yeah, doing these, like the series of classes, which is basically just the things that I'm realizing oftentimes in my one-on-one -on -one sessions, we could just stay on the phone forever and just talk. And like, mm -hmm. because I do that with human design in particular, I do the chart of every single person I work with, but I do this on my own time before the work yeah. begins. And it's not, I, it's not a human design session. It's just for me to understand you to best support you and to not add to your conditioning, which is like my biggest pet wow. peeve. Right. When like people like tell, right. Like a, a manifesting generator and they're like, you have to focus on one thing. Um, so that's really important <laughs> to me to like understand people. And I'm just finding that there's these things that um, we don't necessarily have time to talk about in a session, but then um, if I can have like all my clients in one zoom room and we can just jam on those things, um, and, and then people can understand it for themselves instead of me just like holding all of that in my brain and then That's not amazing. just for themselves, but also for, for their children, for their partners, right. For their parental figures and understand where mm -hmm. maybe some of that conditioning came in. So that's something that I'm up to right now that I'm super, super excited about. I love teaching. I have a very strong, I think, teacher archetype, just in case anyone hasn't yeah. noticed as I was yes, just yes, like, <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> that's you. Beautiful. I love everything you're doing, and I, thank you. I, I mean, obviously, um, I love you and your work, and following Likewise. you and connecting with you and Likewise. all that. And so, where can people find you and support you? So I'm on what's my website, which is nadiagabriel.com, and then I'm on Instagram yes. at underscore nadiagabriel, and I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes. Amazing. So I'll put that of course. Thank in the you show so much. Anyone who may not be following you yet, <laughs> no. you should definitely go follow Nadia because I mean everything you post is gold. Thank you so much. <laughs> and likewise, I'm so glad we connected. You know this. I'm I'm obsessed with you and like everything you do and just I've told you this, but you're so thoughtful. Like every touch point I have with you is so yeah. thoughtful like you just feel so taken care of you're like oh yes <laughs> like even just scheduling oh, this podcast but you know what I mean <laughs> like just the level of attentiveness if that's the right word and the level of thoughtfulness is like oh it's the best I really appreciate it Aww. and it's always a pleasure I feel so seen right now. Thank you so much. And it's the same. It's the same um, oh, with you. you and everything that you do. So, <laughs> like every email I get from you, oh. another email. <laughs> I love them. And I'm uh, just like, I mean, Thank I don't know. I'm you. obsessed with you. <laughs> but in a healthy way. Don't worry. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And thank you. I love writing emails. I just realized I like love writing emails. <laughs> You can tell. <laughs> I just started a newsletter, I mean, a couple months ago, and I was a little iffy on it. I was like, Ugh. I feel like newsletters are kind of lame. 
but then I realized I love writing them and now people just like have me in their inbox all the time and it's they, okay and they love it because they you love it so much so it's not like uh, it's... Um, I think I think you feel the energy behind oh, thank it, you. and it's like those emails like you're excited to see. I'm so excited to open. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, people are excited, but like I'm excited. Yeah, me. <laughs> and you're excited too. So see, it's both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so so much thank for this you. beautiful conversation. So insightful and so mm. well put, like explained and, thank and you. everything. Okay, my love, so that's it for today's episode. And if you liked it, if you enjoy these weekly episodes that I create from my heart to yours, this free content, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes, rate the show, send it some love, maybe share as well with um, your friends, with people that you know that could benefit from this information. You can share in your Instagram stories, tagging me at Sarah Lewis Co. so I can see that and start a conversation with you and that would mean so much. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and I will see you next time.